Well, hello there. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Look, they're not even hitting us upside the head and they're already teaching us things about these characters. And like their attitudes and character development. It's almost like it's a movie! I don't know why I'm saying that so angrily. I'm saying that like there's a movie we recently watched where that wasn't the case. <laughs> Donjo. Smoking. <laughs> He's still smoking, I bet. Everyone's all okay, so see, we already know we know that this guy and Colm are like two peas in a pod, because everybody is like Everybody is like, the whole town is like, stone silent over the fact that these two aren't together. Calm? He says calm. Calm. He, he says, he's saying calm. But the bartender said Colm. Aww! I love Border Collies. Well-behaved one. Kabuki mask. In Ireland. This is set in 1923, according to Wikipedia, so... Ghost I like how this movie begins with Colin Farrell just basically just non-stop looking into windows. Awkward. Have they been rowing? Is this guy going to ask that? <laughs> Like a whatchamacallit. I'm already in love with the script.
What happened? Is that the point of the movie? Us trying to figure out? <laughs> Is this like Memento? <laughs> How does Barry Keoghan? He was in another Colin Farrell movie. The Golden Deer movie. You know what? It's folly to look at Colin Farrell's filmography. Let's look at Barry Keoghan's filmography. Oh, he was in Dunkirk. Killing of a Sacred Deer. That was him and Colin Farrell. Okay, right. And Nicole Kidman. Ian Colm or Rowan. What does Colin Farrell do all day? Sit at the pub with Colm? A bad do. Is it like Patrick? 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 That's like some heavy Gaelic version of Patrick. Hello. I feel like I'm in the Northman. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
You hide behind walls. It's a good thing they have nothing but walls in that town, it looks like. Oh, there's the Civil War. Your freedom? Maybe? Hang on, what was the Irish Civil War? That wasn't anything to do with the British invasion. Yeah, it was. Independence from the United Kingdom. Oh, no, it was Ireland versus Ireland. Largely. Oh, there's women. Oh, damn. This is also giving me God's own country vibes, but I th I'm pretty sure that was Scotland. Uh-oh. Doesn't know. <laughs> Rowan. And Colin Farrell, it seems like he's been acting forever. <laughs> oh my god. Is it doing the living room? While drinking. That for sure they want to wake him up. Pocket. It's like he's auditioning for a new friend. Uh-oh.
He doesn't seem like the reading type. It's like that episode of Kenny versus Spenny where Spenny had left the show and Kenny was looking for a new co-star. Uh-oh. He didn't even take his uh, tonics or whatever he called it. They have a lot of winged animals in their windows. Earlier a bird flew through the window or something. Cutest donkey. Oh, it was April Fools. He thinks he was just fooling with fooling with him. How about the April Fools? What's Column's issue? I mean, I know we're going to find out eventually, but...
The times they are changing. Damn. Is this like a, a change, like a sort of coming of age story for adults? He's so set in his ways and everything's changing now. Oh, cold coffee. Oh. Oh, dog screen time. I love it. More dogs the better. Except for that one movie, the the something of dog where they like for the filming, they literally drowned a dog. <laughs> Anjo. He has no musical appreciation whatsoever. <laughs> It looks like a Guinness. No? An olive branch? Oh, is he dying? He mentioned a hardship earlier, but he didn't specifically say dying. Well, I mean, technically we're all dying. 
troubled. Poor guy. Chauvin. He went away a second ago. I love how this feels so much like a Simon Pegg movie, but like Irish Irishified, you know? <laughs> it's like that sort of like dry humor sort of, but like it's Irish and so it's like like there's a there's a difference between living in England and a, and living in Ireland and this just feels like a lot more of that like uh pessimism you know that it might live it might be in ireland when you've been subjugated by another country for so long <laughs> like it feels the same but like different like a different lens of the same sort of writing kind of if that makes any sense well, it's always been dull what's the difference Gilly Gully. <laughs> Look how he whispers it. Dull, well, maybe.
<laughs> okay, I was not expecting this to be what the movie was about. I mean, it may not be the overarching theme, but like... I wasn't expecting it to be this. Although I don't know what I was expecting. I try to go into films with no expectations whatsoever. Although we are getting some fresh blood onto the island, as it were. It does look like the Northmen. Was that filmed in Ireland? It doesn't get weird between him and Siobhan. He was kind of hitting on her by proxy earlier. I think I've seen that actor before, the priest. I've seen him before as well. <laughs> you next. Oh my god, that was amazing.
Okay, I've literally never seen David Pierce before. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Start chopping off his fingers. I know he's not going to be able to help himself. Who told you about the doll? <laughs> I love the script. It's amazing. Mrs. McCormick. There ain't no walls to hide behind.
That look she gave him. <laughs> oh no. Did she say you were depressed? <laughs> the whole life is crumbling around him. I love the donkey. You're not credited though. I think Siobhan called it Jenny, though. Jenny, any dots? There's Mrs. What's-Her-Face again.
No newsy. Well, Dominic's going to be in deep. Uh-oh. Here we come. Uh-oh. Here we go. And the horse doesn't care. Did he just say that thinking like, oh, if I say that to everybody, someone will eventually buy me a pint thinking they owe me one. Good, we were almost choppy choppy. Fingies, the Ubies. He does he's not gonna talk to him. Poor guy. Wants to talk to his friend. I was trying to describe his uh cigarette butt thing, but they're not any they're not in public anymore. 
since like the 90s and I've completely forgot ashtrays. <laughs> I was like I've completely forgotten what they what they're called cuz you never see them anymore. Oh, what about the pub for these people? I mean, I guess there's not much else to do on the island. Uh oh, the officer's there. Dominic's dead. Damn. Is he going to go through and basically auditioning everybody on the island to be his new friend and realize that Colin Farrell was his the, the one and only friend for him? The moral of the story, it's okay to have dull friends. <laughs> Is Pedrake gonna take up the, the fiddle violin? Right now, this is my kind of music. Uh-oh, he's drunk. Uh-oh.
He's out of his mind on whiskey. I thought they were going to throw down. He verbally threw down, though. Crashers. Oh! Uh-oh. On the mainland. 
Poor Colin Farrell. Poor Padraig. Can't leave him alone. <laughs> I think he is bluffing. I don't know if he'd chop off his fingers. Oh, he's eating stuff off the table. He was licking the bread there. He was licking the bread like. I want to start speaking in an Irish accent after watching this. What? What? Oh, it's his finger. Yo! All right, then. I was just talking about how I didn't think he was bluffing. I guess he isn't. No, it was one finger away from the bird. <laughs>
Is he gonna lose all of his fingers in the shoebox? Oh no, border call. Oh, ah, no! Ah. I guess that's a good thing about a violin. It's not like a guitar where you need all four fingers usually. Well, I mean, you probably do. I've never played violin. It has been a long while since I've been as visibly shaken by a film scene as I was watching that dog lick his open wound. <laughs> For the dog, mostly. I'm I'm going to be honest, don't you eat that finger. I'm going to be honest for like 45 minutes, 40 to 45 minutes of this film, I was like, how was this? I don't this is this film is fine, but how how was this nominated for like best picture? In the span of like 10-15 minutes, all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh my god, this film is like it's up in the ante." Like ever since he gave that speech in the pub, Ever since that speech he gave at the pub, like the movie is like next level now. Colin Farrell's mannerisms this whole movie have been phenomenal. How much blood can how much blood can a finger freaking do you really want a job out there? Just, just stop talking to me. He has to be dying, right? 
He's, he was just lying when he said he wasn't. I'm digging the landscapes, that's for sure. That's a new guy. Look, he is auditioning for new friends just to annoy him. What's we were talking about then? Time to get some info. Oh, that was him playing that night. Well, now he's jealous. <laughs> He's gonna have a lot of confessing to do like <laughs> Aww
Oh my god, everyone! I hope that officer gets beat the crap up at some point. <laughs> That'd be quite nice, like... He's gonna hide behind the wall, there we go. Might have already seen you. I mean, they are the two people who hide behind walls to avoid her. I'm sorry, if you're gonna put those high notes in a movie, I'm gonna sing along. I'm just gonna. Oh god, he's gonna start beating- he's gonna beat up the police officer, isn't he?
He must really like Pedre, because he, he keeps leaving him his alcohol. Gorgeous view. That is a gorgeous view. It also looks like the Northmen. Oh no, is she going to walk out and drown herself like the guy earlier? That was creepy. date night wherever they say it how they say it in Ireland excuse for everything. <laughs> It's like this movie got to a certain point, and then all of a sudden the weirdness just intensified dramatically.
I don't want to tango. <laughs> He's not going to play it again now. He's going to chop off his fingers. They said they said the thing. Shite. <laughs> I love how my brain is just turning into a pretzel the farther we get into this movie. Oh my god. You're doing so well, Patrick. I'm gonna get to chopping. Or not. I, I I knew this film was going to be one way. I didn't know what that way was, but now I have no idea what this film is and what it's what's going to. I have no idea anymore. I have no clue.
chop off the rest of his fingers on that hand. Two hours. He's drank a lot. home where not everybody on the island is listening. I miss Column Dorothy. Well, now what's he going to play at his funeral? Oh, here we go. Someone gonna hide behind the wall?
I was close to welling up with tears at that point, which is about as good as you're going to get from me crying in a movie. I don't think I've ever, like, actually cried at a film. <laughs> that was intense, though. Please tell me she doesn't die on the way there. I mean, she's going... They've been talking about the Civil War or hinting towards it the whole damn film, so, I mean... I so want to visit Ireland. There's Mrs. What's her face. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm waiting with bated breath, though. Two... Got the quizzical music playing. What, what's he gonna find? Is it Dominic? A damn horse has been e eating somebody. Oh. They get sick off of the finger? Well, there's one death. Assuming animals count. Other oh, humans are animals, so I guess technically, yes, it does. the fourth finger oh she choked on it like if somebody came up behind him right there in that shot and like put a gun to the back of his head and shot him I honestly would not like that would be par for the course I would not be like not expecting that.
At least he's not like keeping it in the house, like in perpetuity. <laughs> Are you having a funeral for her? Gen A? We just watched a movie with the Gen A. RRR had a Gen A. This has a Gen A. Maybe we do need to watch Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay, he's... We don't talk about Bruno. Here we go. I really don't want to see a dog die, but I mean, this that seems to be where this movie is headed. At least do it off camera, please. Oh, no. I love it. It's so weird. It's so absurd. I love it. We don't know if he killed the dog. Why? There's nothing else for you to lose, I guess, except your life, which...
Nice uppercut. He doesn't, he doesn't, I don't know if he wanted to kill him himself. Or if he was trying to get him not to burn down his house. I mean, he probably finds him a lot more interesting now. I was just going to come, is this was to compel him not to, was he, did he pick two o'clock so that he'd be at church and not at home? Well, no, because he wanted him at home. Oh, it's after church. He's there too. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? I like how the two the bartenders are like, oh, we don't know anything. Are we going to find out about his impure thoughts? St. Francis of Assisi does. No. <laughs> Is it? Oh, greater. I mean, if he was going to change any of these things, he wouldn't be coming to confession about the same things every single time. Did he read that letter or is that just a letter she was writing? Did that get to him? I'm assuming not. 
There's Gen A. Let's see if we can't go three for three on films that have a character named Jenny. Maybe he did read it, because he's thinking about it before he does this. Dog's outside. That's good. There's going to be some revelation, right? It must have been such a wonderful time when the banks didn't own all of the land and you could just build a house wherever the heck you wanted. Damn, that went up fast. I mean, I guess it is straw. You gonna check inside? So the movie started. Gonna be nice. Is he gonna be true to himself? Good dog.
Oh, that's why she has that hook. So Jenny and Dominic died. Deaths. Interesting.
That's what I would say. Well, he can't play it, but he can sing it. She's sitting there waiting for him to walk into the ocean. That seems to be what she does with that hook. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do um a, not gold member a fat bastard from gold member. All right, analysis. Um, well, I guess from just a filmmaking perspective, I thought it was very stock film at the beginning, and then when we got to the middle of the film, they McDonough started doing a lot of really interesting, really cool, weird things, and I loved that, and I was really hoping they would carry that energy to the end of the film and it kind of didn't <laughs> um let's see i was because i was i i i wish it had continued being weird but then it, it kind of stopped being weird sadly um as far as i'm interesting i'm interested to I don't know it just it this feels like one of those films i'm really gonna have to look at other people's perspective on it <laughs> to see why they think it's like the best film of the year which i know sounds terrible and i wish i wish i'd gotten more out of it off on an initial viewing but i don't know i mean it was i enjoyed it i thought it was really good i don't i wouldn't I don't know if I would consider... To be fair, I haven't seen all the movies this year, so I don't know. Maybe a lot of them are terrible. <laughs> but I don't know. It was really good. I don't know if I would consider it, like, best movie of the year. Certainly not better than everything ever all at once. That it, that still remains my pick for best picture, hopefully. I don't think it'll win. I think, um, I'll, I think All Quiet Along the Western Front will win because the, uh, the Academy has a hard-on for historical films and war films especially um analysis what did it mean there was there was like a theme there was like a through line of like niceness and like not leaving a legacy or not being preoccupied with the legacy and like being more concerned with the here and now and like the people you love. There was a little bit of that at the middle of the film, but then that didn't really go anywhere. Obviously life and death is a big theme. I don't know what they were trying to say about that, really. Um I don't know. Um, I guess this would be a good time to see if there's anything on the Wikipedia page about it. 
Gabon moves to the mainland for a job in a library. Hang on, before we do that, because at the end of the film, he, he was, uh, Col Colum was talking about, oh, the war's coming to an end. And then Colin Farrell says, he said something along the line. He said something like, uh, hang on, I missed a segment because I was talking, so I actually Googled the script <laughs> and actually found a PDF of it. Um, so specifically... Oh, hang on. The script is different from the final cut. Column reveals his moldy index finger pinned in place on his hand. It's black and rotten, and blood seeps painfully from the tacks where it's pinned. Padraig looks at it blankly, then back out to sea. I only did it for the laugh, like, it's already gone rotten. It matches the rest of you, so... I'm sorry about your donkey, Patrick. Honestly, I am. I was nice before all this. I don't know what I am now, says Patrick. You're still nice. You're just dull. I burned your house down, Colum. What else am I supposed to do like? Colum almost smiles. They stare out to sea again in the quiet mainland across the bay. I haven't heard any rifle fire from the mainland in a day or two. Some things there's no moving on from, and I think that's a good a good thing. Okay, so that does tie into him having a set lifestyle. I mentioned it at the beginning of the film that he was uncomfortable with change. Um, thanks for looking after me dog for me anyway, anytime. As Colum looks out back out to sea and whistles his tune a few moments, then lets it drift away to nothing, and Mrs. McCormick Pulled still across, across her shoulders, watches it all, slightly disappointed. And the distance between the two men gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So, is the film ultimately... So, Mrs. McCormick is about death. She is the Banshee of Inishirin. She's the harbinger of death. When she's around, people die. So, she was, she was looking forward to these two men... She wanted them, well, I don't know if she wanted them to. She was hoping that their conflict would get to a point where one of them would die. And she was so hoping, because he was sitting in his house and like, oh, lovely, he's going to die in his home. But I guess Colum swallowed his pride and left his house to live. And Pedrick swallowed his pride by walking away. So as much as Pedrick, Patrick, Pedrick is as much as he's talking a big game about, oh, well, things should stay the same they are. He is changing. At the end of the film, he decides to change, right? Is that the point? It's, a, it's about resisting change and swallowing your pride and accepting progress and
accepting improvement at, at the expense of your pride and at the expense of grudges. I guess? Because, because Dominic died because he couldn't let go of his feelings for Shaban. Correct? Like, that was his dream. That was his one dream. And, like, once it was shattered, he, like, he didn't have anything else. I think? Hang on. Is there anything? Usually on the Wikipedia page, they'll, like, give you some clues to the themes. No. And I, I hate to look at the inter... Okay, Wikipedia is the internet. But at least... That generally has some through you know what I'm not gonna defend Wikipedia as for it. Anyone can post on Wikipedia. I'm gonna defer back to freaking <laughs> high school days. Um the Banshees of Inishirin themes. What does this say? Statement against war and place brutality. Okay, that is shut up. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Uh, the gleeful cynicism of the Banshees of Inisherin. It was very cynical. At the end of the film, nothing really changes, really. Uh, it's technically about the collapse of a friendship, but as uh, as with much of the writer's director's work, the straightforward premises belly is a far naughtier run, naughtier core, naughtier K N O T T E I E R. Since we're on a podcast, um. When Banshees begins, Colum has decided the relationship cannot go on. He feels like he's been wasting his time entertaining inane chats with Pedraic about Jenny's feces. Instead, he wants to focus on creating some semblance of a legacy. Um, oh, The Atlantic was asking me to become a subscriber. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to finish this. Banshees can in many ways be seen as a companion to In Bruges. I need to watch that again. It has been so long since I've seen it. I've forgotten a lot of it. In both films, McDonough asks an existential question. What is the point of living? Farrell's characters expose the filmmaker's shifting thinking. Pedraic has never pondered his life. When Colum starts pursuing a legacy, Pedraic is desperate to find his own direction. Channeling his heartbreak into vengeance against his ex-friend provides him for the first time with a goal. Wow, there's a lot of dead air right now. <laughs> I'm reading, though. Column's revelation that he should produce art and do nothing else is a path to pain. His plan for rejecting Pedraic, after all, is to cut off his fingers, which would prevent him from writing music anyway. The search for existential meaning is self-destructive. McDonough's work ultimately concludes... Okay, so it's it's self-destructive in Colum's case because, again, he was chopping of his fingers. But it was also... The search for meaning is also self-destructive for Colin... For, for Padraic. 
Uh, oh. The only thing left to do, the director seems to suggest, is to accept that looking for meaning is an absurd act. Apparently, it's very much in time with Martin McDonough's other previous work. So, I'm going to have to take their word for them for it on that. I've only seen In Bruges, and that was a long time ago. Um. Okay. I guess I can understand at least what this Atlantic article is talking about. This is The Gleeful Cynicism of the Banshees of Inishirin by Shirley Lee. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think this is going to be deserving of a second watch. Now that I understand the film, I think I would have to watch it again. Which is fortunate because I would not mind at all watching it a second time. I don't know. I'll see if maybe it's up by Mom's Alley and we can watch it. Because I know she's... No, the the whole the finger cutting thing might be like not her jam, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm kind of at a holding pattern. Uh, last year I did the my tier list, and I went through and I like adjusted my I, opinions of things if they had adjusting. So I'm sure I'll do that next time whenever I do like a recap of all the films I watched this year. So that'll probably be the next time you hear about this, unless I mention it in like a like the next podcast or something. I'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, I watched the Banshees of Inisherin again. As of right now, I don't know, I don't understand a lot of the. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not getting the cynicism. I'm not Irish enough to understand the cynicism. Because I mentioned that earlier too. I was like, "Wow, this is like this is like a British comedy movie, but like with so much more cynicism packed onto it." I mean, I'll 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 check. I'll look online and see other people's opinions and stuff. I hate. I don't really care. I don't mind opinions. It. I do get an. I do. I don't usually care for like other people's interpretations of things, or stuff like that. Simply because. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's may, part part of it is definitely a sense of like duty to like make these opinions on my own. I guess. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for watching or listening along. And I will see you guys in the next episode where or, I don't know. I kind of want to keep watching newer films, but I also want to go back and watch, like, I don't know. I wanted to watch Akiru for some reason. <laughs> I, I wanted to do an Akira Kurosawa film, but everyone does Seven Samurai and Yojimbo and all those. So I was like, you know what? I'll do I'll do the one that nobody talks about, but the people who do talk about it say it's, like, his best thing and one of the best movies ever. So, I don't know. It'll be like, um... What was that one we watched? Roger Ebert played it for all of his classes, and like everyone like died crying every time they watched. I can't remember. It's a family movie where the this stuff happens. 
I probably don't need to put spoilers. I, I say that because, like, all of these episodes are, like, chronological in my mind, but that in no way means that people are going to be listening to these in chronological order as well. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the next episode. And, yes, goodbye.